So as I considered what thoughts I might share with you on New Year's Day, um, I felt really prompted. So often, I think, on a New Year's Day message or the first message of the year, we, we lean towards saying great positive things. God's going to bless you this year. It's going to be your year of double. God's going to open doors for you and all those things. And what happens is it makes us feel good. And we're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And we feel good. But sometimes that feel good doesn't translate into it panning out into your world. And so as I consider this, yes, I believe those things will be true. For so many people that this is going to be a year of favor for you, that doors will open and God's going to do amazing things in and through you. But I feel more than ever that God is looking for people who will walk closely with him. God is looking for people who are going to get him central to everything. And that is going to be part of the key to your life flowing this year, for your life unfolding in a great, great way this year. We need to be asking different questions. We don't need to be asking, God, what are you going to do for me? We need to be asking questions of ourselves like, how could I be someone that God could use this year? How could I play my part in God's big picture? And how can I play my part in my life unfolding well? Because God's into relationship, isn't he? He wants to work with us and walk with us. So his plans for us are good, but we need to play our part in his plans unfolding in our life. So my challenge to you on New Year's Day is, are you going to be someone to get God central in it all this year more than ever so that you walk out in his plans? My theme today is attitude. If you like a, 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 a title, my title is Starting with Attitude. Let's start this year with the right attitude that actually only becomes a better attitude. Let's unpack that a little bit. Have you ever been in a situation where someone has strutted into the room and they've got the face on and they've got this, this idea that they're a bit better than you and the trouble is they speak big but their output is low and you look at them and you look at other people and you look at the attitude on that. You've probably seen that kind of person. Uh, what about conversely the person who walks in and is smiley and open and kind and willing and can't do enough for you and you're like, oh, what a great attitude they've got. You see, attitude is so, so important all across life in our relationships and how we function. So this is what I did. I went to the dictionary. And this is the dictionary definition of attitude. It says this. Attitude is a feeling or opinion about someone or a situation that leads to a behavior. Action always starts as a thought. And so if we think about attitude, our thinking and our opinions about people and situations end up becoming how we behave. And our behavior becomes our character and our character decides where we're going to go. So actually, attitude is really, really, really important. And as I sought God on, on the first message of this, this year, this is what he, he landed in my spirit. He said, talk to them about attitude because if we get our attitude right, our character will transform and actually we can go to the places God wants us to have. We play our part. There must be an amen in someone's household because God wants you to succeed this year, but you have your part to play. Let's consider some biblical characters through this lens of character, of, 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 um, through, through this lens of attitude. Consider Joseph. You know, we know the story of Joseph. You know, as, as a young man, he was a bit forthright and he, he spoke when he shouldn't and he told his brothers and his parents about his dreams when he should have kept them to himself. 
but they sold him. He didn't deserve that. They sold him. He ended up in Potiphar's house in Egypt, and Potiphar's wife took a liking to him, and she, she accused him of, of, of having sex with her, and Potiphar was upset, and he put him in jail. None of it was true. Joseph ends up in jail through no fault of his own. How would your attitude be if you were Joseph in that situation? I can speak for me. I think I'd have a stinky attitude. I think I'd have the huff. I think I'd feel like I was hard done by. I think I'd go in there and think I'm going to do the bare minimum just to get through this. This is unfair. That would be my attitude. It may well be yours. But what about Joseph? What was his attitude? Let's look here in Genesis 39 verses 21 through 23. It says this. The Lord was with him, with Joseph. He showed him kindness and granted him favor in the eyes of the prison warden. So the warden put Joseph in charge of all those held in the prison, and he was made responsible for all that was done there. The warden paid no attention to anything under Joseph's care because the Lord was with Joseph and gave him success in whatever he did. Amazing. The Lord gave him favor. The warden trusted Joseph so much that he didn't even check up on him. He just knew it would be done. So what is that saying about Joseph's attitude? That says to me that his attitude was exemplary. That says to me that his attitude was, I'm going to look for opportunities. I'm going to choose to do my best no matter what. I'm going to allow my attitude to pave a way for me. Great attitude is a feeling about the situation. And so he said, this situation, I don't like the situation, but my attitude isn't going to be affected by the situation. I'm going to be who I'm called to be. And as he applied his attitude to the situation, what happened? God blessed it. He found favor with God and with man. Because of his attitude, his thought process changed everything. Can you see it? This is going to be true of me and you this year. Our attitude, despite the situation, is going to cause us to have favor with God and man. The ball is in our court. This is what I feel like God wants to challenge with us with this year. Come on, let's get our attitude right. Let's get our thinking right about our situations and about people in our world so that we can walk with God and see his plans unfold. What about Joseph? What about Daniel? Consider Daniel. This guy is taken from his home and plonked into Babylon, a place with different culture, different ideas, different traditions. And he had to just conform. They forced him to conform. But let's read what happens in Daniel chapter 6, verses 1 through 3. It pleased Darius, who was the king at the time, to appoint 120 satraps to rule through the kingdom with three administrators over them, one of whom was Daniel. The satraps made, um, made accountable to them so the king might not suffer loss. Now Daniel so distinguished himself among the administrators and the satraps by his exceptional qualities that the king planned to set him over the whole kingdom. Now just to, to, to elaborate, a satrap is a governor over a region. So Daniel was one of three guys who was put over the governors of the region. He was put in a really high position. And it says at the end there that the king planned to put Daniel over the whole kingdom. He was so, so amazing. It says there that Daniel had an excellent spirit in him. My question is this. Can an excellent spirit function alongside a stinky attitude? And my assumption really is no. 
An excellent spirit can only work alongside a brilliant attitude. They have to go hand in hand. So when we look at Daniel's situation, displaced, put somewhere else, forced to be who he didn't want to be, his attitude was still brilliant, despite it all. And what happened? As his attitude, his thought process about the people and the situation was good, God allowed an excellent spirit to function alongside him, and he was raised up. I wonder if you're listening to this even now, thinking, come on, what could my year look like? What could my year look like if I get my attitude right? What could God do in and through me if I see things how he sees them? If I, even despite it all, whatever's going on in your world, Daniel and Joseph were in terrible situations they didn't deserve to be in, but their attitude was brilliant. I don't know what your situation is, but could you challenge yourself this year to have a great, great attitude an excellent spirit will function alongside a brilliant attitude can you see it there god is looking for me and for you to walk with him we have our part to play and our attitude is very central to the part we're going to play i hope you feel challenged encouraged and are looking forward to this year with hope in your heart how about we consider jesus himself here's jesus he came from heaven to the earth he created, to serve humanity that he created. And the very people he created forced him into a horrific death. What was his attitude like about all of that? His difficult, difficult situation, the people he loved so much he came for, putting him to death. Well, here we find him in Luke 22, in verses 42 to 44. Here we find him just before he's about to be crucified, speaking with his father. And it says this, Father, if you are willing, take this cup from me. Yet not my will, but yours be done. An angel from heaven appeared to him and strengthened him. And being in anguish, he prayed more earnestly. And his sweat was like drops of blood falling to the ground. There he is in anguish. He knows what's coming. In his humanity, is struggling with it. But what's his attitude? His attitude is, not my will, but yours be done. His attitude is one of a servant. His attitude is, other people are more important to me. His attitude is, what is my part to play in your big picture? Because that's the main thing. So his attitude was, I'll lay myself down to play my part in your big picture. God can bless that. God can use that. God can bring hope and freedom out of that, and he has done. So could we be people this calendar year, right now at the beginning of January, to say, I'm going to challenge my own attitudes. How am I thinking about these people? How am I thinking about these situations? Do I need to shift something so that I can walk with God into the best things that he has for me? You could have the most amazing year. But I say part of it, the ball is in our court, and part of it is linked with attitude. We've looked at Daniel, we've looked at Joseph who are in difficult situations. You may well feel like you're in a difficult situation, but you can still choose how you're going to think about it. You can still choose your attitude towards it and how you're going to behave, and God can bless that. I love this when Paul writes to the church at Philippi about Jesus and the situation we just discussed. This is what Paul writes to Philippi in Philippians 2 and verses 5 through 11. In your relationships with one another, have the same mindset as Christ Jesus, 
who being in the very nature God, did not consider equality with God something to be used for his own advantage. Rather, he made himself nothing by taking the very nature of a servant, being made in human likeness. And being found in the appearance as a man, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to death, even death on a cross. Therefore, God exalted him. Can I say that again? Therefore, God exalted him to the highest place and gave him the name that is above every name, that at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth and every tongue acknowledge that Jesus is Lord to the glory of God our Father. I love that. Paul says to the church, I'm echoing that to the church, have the same mindset as Christ. Think like Jesus. Here is this guy who didn't lift himself up above everything else, even though he could. No, 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 no. He saw the big picture. He humbled himself even to death on a cross. So his mindset is how he thinks about something. His mindset, his, his attitude. Church, could we be people who carry the attitude of Christ so that God can bless it? Do you remember what I read to you twice? Therefore, because of his mindset, because of his attitude, that's what came first. Therefore, God exalted him to the highest place. If you want to be lifted up by God, if you want God's best to plan out in your life, I want to suggest to you that it starts with your attitude. And if you get your attitude to a place where God can bless it, he will lift you up because he knows he can trust you. He knows that you carry humility. He knows that you're someone who's after his heart. He knows that you're someone who's willing to bow down and serve, and he blesses that. Could we be people this year who carry the mindset of Christ, who are inspired by people like Daniel and Joseph with their attitude and their situations to say, Lord, I want your very best for 2023. But I'm not saying, what are you going to do for me? I'm saying, what can I do for you? And as I carry that attitude, I know that you'll do awesome things in my world. Are you with me? So, so good. One of my favorite Proverbs is Proverbs 3. And Proverbs 3, verses 5 through 8, read like this. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways submit to him and he will make your path straight. Do not be wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord and shun evil. This will bring health to your body and nourishment to your bones. Can you see what God wants to do? He wants you healthy. He wants you happy. He wants you fed. He wants your path straight. He wants you going somewhere. He wants you fulfilled. But it starts with an attitude. And the attitude is, I trust you, God, even when I don't fully understand what's going on. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and need, lean not on your own understanding. Sometimes we look at it and think, I don't get it. But he says, trust me anyway. My attitude is I trust you. I know you're making my path straight. I know you are feeding me and doing something on the inside of me. I know you're causing me to be a better version of myself. I don't always get it, but my attitude says, I trust you. I trust you. And I walk out my life with you. For me, I'm choosing I'm going to trust God even when I don't understand it. For me, I'm, I'm deciding I'm going to do my best in every situation. No matter what anyone else is doing, I'm choosing to do my best. That is going to be my attitude. I'm choosing to listen to wise people that God's put in my life. I'm choosing to talk to God continually. I'm choosing to be humble and willing and available 
These are going to be the attitudes that you will see in me. I challenge you, what are your attitudes going to be like this year? And could you develop the mindset of Christ? The overriding thing here, I wonder, should it be your overriding attitude? Not my cup is half empty. Not even my cup is half full. But actually, when I have the mindset of Christ, my cup will be overflowing. My hope, church, is that this year, your story in December 2023 will be my cup overflowed. And it started when I got my attitude right and God was able to bless me. I hope that challenges you. I hope that does something on the inside of you. I hope it gives you things to think about. But most importantly, I pray those thought processes would bear fruit in your life. I wonder if I could just pray for you. Father God, just thank you for the brilliant, brilliant people that are in our church. Thank you for the brilliant, brilliant people that are listening to this message. I ask, Lord God, that you would help us walk with us so that we could have the mindset of Christ. We could have the attitude that you could bless. We could have the attitude that it's not all about me, but I'm part of a bigger picture. Lord, I do ask that you'd bless people. I do ask that people would bear fruit. I do ask that people would be healthy and nourished and happy and satisfied. But we acknowledge we need to play our part. And we choose right now on January the 1st to get the right attitude, the mindset of Christ. And all God's people said, Amen. God bless you guys.